0: Hey everybody, welcome to Let's Get Civical.
1: This is the podcast that breaks down politics, government structure, and dives into the context of current events, but in a super fun way. I'm Lizzie Stewart, comedian, feminist, and political junkie.
0: And I'm Arden Walentowski, former Senate intern, campaign staffer, and political strategist.
1: In this episode, we are talking about Justice Sonia Sotomayor.
0: So grab your
1: cupcakes. And let's get civical. Go! Hey,
0: everybody!
1: Hey. Hello. Hello! Hi! Good day! Good day! I said good day, sir. A good day to you, A sir. A good day. Good morrow. Good morrow. And tomorrow, and tomorrow creeps in this petty pace from day to day to the last syllable of recorded time. That is Macbeth, and this is wow. let's get Civical.
0: <laughs> I did not realize that that was Macbeth. I was like, oh yeah,
1: well. yeah. Or, or shall we say, the Scottish play? The
0: Scottish play. Okay. As a former actor, I should know this. Why do they call it this? Because you're not supposed to because say saying Macbeth.
1: Macbeth is it like it's it's cursed,
0: right? If you say it, it's bad luck. So you say the Scottish play. So the Scottish play. Okay, it's like, that's what it's I like thought. Voldemort. But I nobody has ever. Oh, it's right. It's the Voldemort right, 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 of Shakespeare. Right, 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 yes, right.
1: everybody's nodding. We all understand yes. this common shared language. Uh, yes, you, it's he who must not be named uh, unless you're <laughs> Harry Potter, in which case I th- don't fear him. <laughs> he lives inside me. <laughs> This weirdly just ruined
0: all twelve thousand books. Somebody who's like just ready
1: to start the Sorcerer's Stone, like one chapter in, they hear this podcast and they're just like, damn it. What's the point? What's the point? He lives inside him. I'll get nothing from this now. Oh man. Just screw it all. This weirdly is not a Podcast about Harry Potter. No, but that'd be amazing. But that would be amazing. Or Macbeth, which honestly, I would hear, I would listen to, I'd be curious to see what somebody would do with Macbeth in the podcast realm.
0: Like I wonder if there am- are. There must be Shakespeare podcasts.
1: Oh, for sure there have
0: to be. If
1: there's anything producer that producer Kate is who on it, she's googling. I know producer Kate is literally. Like, she pulled out her out. phone and was like, "Give me three seconds." <laughs> no, if there's anything who people who like love Shakespeare love to do, it's talk, talk about, about Shakespeare. Shakespeare. I think we might know people like this. We simply do. We simply look them in the eye every day of our lives. <laughs> yeah, I love people who are big Shakespeare fanatics because they just quote. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my god. Simply stop. They quote it like I quote Harry Potter. You know what I mean? Like
0: <laughs> they quote it like I quote friends and Seinfeld quotes.
1: Yeah. Or British television. Or
0: British television yeah. all the time.
1: What were we supposed to talk about today? Yes, I know. Say you, it. Uh, oh my god. You guys, I've been waiting so long. I've been waiting so Lizzie's long. Lizzie's
0: gonna lose her, her shit.
1: We are continuing on our Supreme Court biopic, biopic. I never remember what we decided on. Tweet us, tell us what it is. A, this is a through line of the joke. But we're continuing on our series, and today we are talking about the one, the only, my queen, mother of dragons, Sonia Sotomayor. That's what I think. What did she you tell me that was from? What's that from? What? Mother of dragons? No. Oh. Oh, no. Oh. Yeah. That's a uh, parent trap. Parent trap. That's what yeah, it is. Which was not what I was just doing. I was <laughs> I was being like a trumpet, like you know, when like people like like. Okay, now this is the Star Wars theme. That's what I was doing. <laughs> Listen, it's Comic Con. It and then the the curtains open. <laughs> Sonia. <laughs> She sits down. And it's just when she comes out. <laughs> the trumpets are only for her. I love her so much. She deserves trumpets. I'm she sorry. She trumpets.
0: She's so great. This
1: is a quick sidebar. Have you ever heard the Jason Derulo song, Trumpet? No. Our intern Houston is like nodding. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> it's a great song by Jason Derulo. Everybody should check it out. He's, he's um, comparing uh, how a woman's body makes him um, think of trumpets every time that you get undressed (laughs) i hear symphonies in my head i wrote this song just looking at you oh uh -oh. (laughs) and the drums they say low and the trumpets they go <laughs> oh my God! That's I a full song. Am I you, allowed to do that on oh my air? God. Can you look into Kate, producer Kate, look into the legality of me uh <laughs> singing off key, Jason Derulo, and doing the trumpets? <laughs>
0: but but if you sing it, I think it's fine. I think it's fine. You can <laughs> sing it.
1: That's exactly what I did. I'm so talented. But all this oh to God. say, you really, the really are whole a southern hot mess. I know. I'm an f- absolute mess. I'm, I should be <laughs> sedated. The, I just, the I just feel as though the way I feel about Sonia Sotomayor is when she walks into a room, there should be trumpets.
0: She does have the the presence that commands. Oh, the for
1: sure, yeah. for sure. If literally trumpets were playing, everybody would be like, "Yes, of course, of course, of course." It wouldn't be like, "I'm so sorry." Like, can you imagine trumpets to Neil Gorsuch? Doesn't have doesn't fill the space. He doesn't fill the trumpet. No, he
0: doesn't even get like a like a triangle. Like, like no, ding! no. <laughs>
1: Neil Gorsuch.
0: <laughs> he just appears. It, although it could be like the sound of the light bulb when you remember his name. What's that guy's name? What
1: is it? Ding! Ding. Neil, Neil Gorsuch. Gorsuch. Neil, I, I said when you we to go know- to the Supreme Court, we're gonna get kicked out. I know, I'm literally they're not gonna let me in. They're they're gonna be like, This is the trumpet bitch, she's not coming in. <laughs> we cannot risk her doing trumpets when Sonia comes out. <laughs> it's good that they don't come out I mean, don't they they don't come out individually. They come out like all at once. Like that's that I think is the thing. Yep, we will find out. That I think is the thing because if they came out individually, I would,
0: (laughs) (laughs) I would lose it. But if they come
1: out individually, do
0: you think they come out in order? They must come out in order of Of seniority. seniority.
1: Oh, for sure. Yeah, or in reverse. Right. We're like so that John Roberts Roberts comes out last. last. Yeah. What? We're gonna find out and report back. That would be so disappointing. I mean, I because I mean, I. Truly would love to meet John Roberts and talk to John Roberts. But right. like, like, you know, cause imagine like, cause that would mean like Sonia and like Elena Kagan are coming out like, it's just in the middle. And so you're just like, yes, and then it just, it just t- tapers out into John Roberts. And you're like, okay, let's get started. Okay. <laughs> no, Trump, John doesn't get trumpets nor, I mean, but I don't think John wants trumpets. No, no, no. Um, I think he, he would find them insulting. Yeah. He just gets like, he just gets like, I don't know. What does he get? like a piano key like what yeah I, I think it's it like
0: a nice basic quartet
1: yeah <laughs> like, I thought do 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 which is a baseball thing <laughs> no that's more that's a perfect John Guys, I swear to God, we're gonna get to notes any second now. You have no idea. I knew, I knew that Sonia would break me. I knew it. Uh, okay, we are talking about Sonia Sotomayor, which it makes me so happy because I simply, I simply love her. I simply love her so much. I feel as though if I were to make eye contact with her, I would burst into flames. Um, because I don't deserve it. Because I don't deserve it. Like, can you imagine her looking at you? No, I would cry. Okay, that's not about me. Anyways. No, it's, it would be unreal. Like, I don't get phased
0: by famous people. There are people who no. get phased by oh, for sure. and who freak the fuck out when they yeah. see famous people. I don't normally do that. But I feel like if I saw somebody like that, I would
1: not want to hurt Like I feel like my presence I, I might yeah. hurt and offend I'm them. I'm dirty. Yeah. And and she's pure. Yeah. And I would, I would dirty her. <laughs> That's how I feel. Well, because, yeah, and I would just be like like I, I, I just i don't know how to express like how i feel I'd be like i just want to thank you for uh, living and um uh, <laughs> and then and then i just know that i would somehow just like fall to my knees slowly at some point while speaking with her be like i'm so sorry i just feel like i should be beneath you because i am yeah because i am lower than you and then and then i would like offer her my sword which somehow i now have <laughs> and uh and i would pledge my undying allegiance to her and then I would join her uh, night's guard and <laughs> and I would lay down my life for Sonia. The cupcake guard. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so that's why it would be weird for her uh, because I would very much uh, mishandle the situation. <laughs> because I'm just so grateful for what she does. And she's, so and she's so smart. And I feel this about almost all of them. I mean, I would definitely have like, you know, a moment of like, oh, I don't even know how to like talk to you. Right. Why? What do
0: I have to say? I would feel so self conscious. Literally any of them.
1: Any of them. I mean, because they're all so smart. Mm-hmm. I would just be like, even hello to me. I'd be like, what the fuck are you saying, Stuart? What the f- hello? Hello? Have you ever read a book? Like, <laughs> I just, you know. I could just imagine you standing there going, hello, hola, konnichiwa. Konnichiwa. Just exactly hola. how I open this podcast, which is, what's she going to do next? <laughs> I mean, yeah, cuz like what do you like what am I supposed to ask them? Like, "Hey, how's your day going?" "How's your day going?" "It's going great." Cuz they're fucking smart. It
0: would be smart really, people don't have bad days. It would be really weird to meet somebody like that cuz usually when you meet somebody new for the first time, it's like, "Hey, I'm Arden, I'm Lizzie." "Hey, nice, nice to meet yeah. you. Nice to meet you." So, "How do you know so and so?" Or, "What's oh. your like what's your experience?" "So, what with do you Bubba do?" <laughs> "What do you do?" "Right." Ah! You say, "How the fuck do you like what do you do?" Yeah. to a Supreme Court the justice." Atlanta Kagan, so
1: what do you do?" "What yeah. do you do?" <laughs> What do you do for fun? <laughs> well, now, especially that we've like. She watches comic things. I know. I would literally have to be like, you? Can you believe that Spider Man's back in the Marvel Universe? <laughs> I would just be like, pulling. I'm like, Okay, what are the. Uh, Neil Gorsuch? Fishing. You know, you, I fish. <laughs> I don't fish. Yeah, I would just. I, I could would, make it up. I've fished. Oh my God. I, I have, have fished, fished once. I would literally start trying to um, make myself have their hobbies. Yes. You know, as though like. Like you do when you're in a in an unhealthy relationship, you're just like, yeah, I, your hobbies are my hobbies. <laughs> I bake. I don't. I've never, I've never <laughs> baked before. Like, I bake. <laughs> I love outdoor camping. I love outdoor camping. Oh my god, it's the so outdoors! Good. Yeah, that's why they call it the great outdoors. It's so great. Moons, the moon, air.
0: I would get along well with with R B G because we both work out. I
1: have a genuine connection with R B G. Oh RBG. my god! I simply don't have that. <laughs> I'd be like Ruth, huh? You're small. You are small. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I would. Oh, my thing would be like I also love opera. Uh, which is I mean I love opera, but I don't know any you operas. You love opera? I think opera is so incredible. I feel Honey. this way about opera and ballet. Because it's just like it's when things when it's something that like I literally there's no realm in which I could ever do that. Like opera and ballet yeah. for sure. Yeah. Like first of all, I can't touch my toes. Secondly, how you just heard me sing Jason Drulo's trumpets. <laughs> So it's it's like marvelous to me. Right. I'm just I like, oh
0: my god. That's how I feel about like the U.S. women's soccer team. Exactly. Like they, I could never. No. Are you kidding? Halfway no. half halfway down that pitch, I'd be like,
1: no, 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 no. I got you guys got this. They're I'm, doing this for actually, 90 I'm minutes plus. need you to like, no, no, get no. that kicking. No, 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 no. Okay. Anyways, we're talking about Sonia, and let's just jump right in. Splash. So. Sonia Sotomayor was born June twenty fifth, nineteen fifty four. She is now sixty five years old. Can you believe it? She gets Medicaid now. Care, Medicare. I always, I can't. I'm sure she's relieved. (laughs) I'm sure she was really just struggling. She can now retire too. She can retire. Yeah. Which can you, Sonia? (laughs) Honey, nobody leave. Honey, my love, my light. Don't you dare. That would be devastating, unless she like needed to. If it was for her, honestly, whatever she wants to do is fine. I'm not even gonna. Sonia, I love you. Okay, she was born in the Bronx, yeah, a, which means that both her and Kagan are native New Yorkers. Mm-hmm. Can you believe? And it? Honestly, they feel that way. Oh, they totally feel that they way. They feel that way. They, they definitely give that no nonsense, "Hey, I'm walking here" sort of vibe for sure. Of like, what do you mean gerrymandering is not in the scope of the judicial branch? I'm walking. I'm here. I'm walking here. For
0: sure, for sure. This is a, a Starbucks. You don't need to take a picture of the Starbucks. It's just we're the walking Starbucks. here. Move out of the way.
1: Yeah. So her parents. She was born, like we said, in the Bronx. Her parents were Juan Sotomayor and Selena Sotomayor. They are who are na- native Puerto Ricans so they moved here um before she was born first of all just like shout out to Puerto Rico once again we don't deserve you um <laughs> thank you for giving us we literally like thank you for being you, and we are so sorry i just apologize on behalf of the united states for everything that we do to you juan worked in manual labor and selena was a nurse i i just i love when i love when Shit. they come from not lawyers i love it like because i'm just like i think it's great yeah. it's like unlike neil gorsuch who is like coming from like you know, his mom's had an EPA. Like, I'm just like, yes, of course, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. I'm like, yes. Sonia was just like, actually, I'm going to go be a Supreme Court justice. Right. That's what I'm going to do. Like a real human with struggles. A real human with str- Oh, a real human with struggles. Yeah, for sure. So uh, this is a little bit sad. Her father died when she was young. I think she, she was about nine when he died. Oh. And so her mother, you know, was a single mother raising, I believe, two kids. Because I know she definitely has a brother. But her mother sent her to a private Catholic school for her primary education. Me too, Sonia! Yeah, you and Sonia, kinship. And after attending her primary education, she earned a scholarship to Princeton.
0: Yes, Hello. girl.
1: Which I love. I mean, Princeton is just one of those, it's obviously one of the accepted ones in the Supreme Court, but like, it's I'm mama. just kind of glad that it's like not you- Yale. So she graduated from Princeton in 1976, summa cum Loud, Laude. Laude. Shit. How do I get that wrong every time? You
0: just got to rush through it.
1: Summa cum laude. Yep. Summa (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. You got it. And then, so surprisingly, she attended Yale Law School a year after graduating from Princeton. It's just like... I know that we're not going to find anybody who didn't go to Harvard or Yale for their You just want there to be one. Just one. I mean, I guess RBG cuz she did the she switched into the Columbia thing like halfway through her Harvard education. So she actually has her degree from Columbia. Oh, that's right. I forgot yeah. about that. But I believe the rest have Yale and Harvard. Every I, other person we've done so far is I would Yale love or to Harvard. be surprised. I would love to be surprised. Yeah. But obviously Sonia went to Yale she thrived she thrived she worked as the editor of the Yale Law Journal simply what you do it's crazy it's crazy how they all did the same things It's mandatory I guess but like but in the moment it's not like you're being like okay I want to be on the Supreme Court so I'm gonna be in the Yale like it's like I mean, it's It's not a conscious decision of like, oh, this is the road to SCOTUS. Right. It just happens to be everybody who's on SCOTUS did these same five things.
0: I think it's just all about the type of personality. Like, they probably were like, I have to be the best of the best of the best. Totally. Totally.
1: I mean, this is how I I become the best best of the best of the best. Yeah. It's insane. And she graduated with her doctorate in jurisprudence from Yale in 1979. Yeah, girl. I love it. So let's talk about. Her road to the Supreme Court of the United States. So uh, after her graduation from 1979 to 1984, which is this is already unique, is that she spent five years in her first out of college job, whereas like the other ones that we've talked about, it's been like for a year they clerked with somebody. Right. But Sonia immediately like went to work. She served as the assistant district attorney for New York County, working under Robert, oh my God. Morgenthau Morgenthau that's what it is I looked it up and everything and then I forgot how it was pronounced <laughs> Morganthau. <laughs> at literally 25 years old she was just like the assistant district attorney that's insane. for New York <laughs> County I mean but like well, of course she was right of course she was she's literally Sonia Sotomayor of course at 25 assistant she's DA. the assistant DA to New York I mean think about New York in the 80s Mind yeah, you, seriously. this is not the New York County we know and love now. This is New York County in 1979 to 1984. We got crime, mm. we got not that we don't have crime now. We have so much crime, but it's like this is this is it's there's it's no all money in this dirty. City. There's yep. no money. Everybody's yep. fucking poor. Everybody, it's just rampant. Well, the things haven't changed much. <laughs> no, no, no. We're just <laughs> we've just like we've I think we've worked on our um, our PR image. Yes. <laughs> As, like, I have, and all New Yorkers know that we're still trash, but, like, right. outwardly, we're putting out, like, a, like a much more clean <laughs> – like, we have cleaned up and showered, you know, but we still smell, like, of I course. Have
0: a, I have a friend who works in the tourism office, and we joke that <laughs> – she goes, I just want to put this phrase everywhere. Be a traveler, not a tourist. Mm. And I love that phrase. Yeah, be a traveler, not a tourist. Be a traveler, not a tourist. A lot in of tourists here we love. We love. Just step to the side. Step to the side.
1: But, yeah, so she – you know five years assistant da can you even imagine no no and then and then she does what most of our most of our lovely scotus judges do which is from 1984 to 1992 she goes into private practice great and the company that she works for she did a lot of like intellectual property stuff like that was like what she specialized in isn't that weird that's so funny i know i forget that that's a thing like intellectual property, you know, like that was what she specialized in. Right. I'm like, that's so, that feels so-, so heady to me. Like, well, it also, gives <laughs> because it's intellectual property. Because
0: <laughs> it literally is about being, it's literally smart literally in your head. But I feel like it gives her a great perspective for things, for cases that are coming up or that have come up about. Oh, for sure. IP, because that's gotta be well, it's a also huge like, point of debate.
1: It's a huge point Supreme of debate. Court. It's because it's new. Yeah. It's so new, and no nobody knows what to do with intellectual property because no. it's so new. And Sonia's so new. over here, like I've been doing this for years. <laughs> <laughs> Hold my beer. Step <laughs> Hold my cupcake. So she worked in private practice from 1984 to 1992, and then this is another super freaking rad thing about Sonia Sotomayor. In 1992, she was nominated as an associate judge at the U.S. District Court, Southern District of New York. Ooh, the big guy president george hw bush what? she was nominated by a republican to a court and is one of like on the bench one of the only justices that have was was nominated by a, the opposite party to like to a bench that is george hw may he rest in peace nominated sonia sotomayor to her first district court that's
0: so amazing
1: mm-hmm mm-hmm, says a lot about her, mm-hmm. that she well, wasn't yeah. a partisan well and it's also it's like do you remember the days when like that actually could happen right. on either side right You know, it's not like the Democrats are over here being like, oh, we did this. You know, it's like nobody nominates anybody from the opposite side anymore because it's all about partisan. Yeah. Because if you do that, it's a sign of weakness in your party. Instead of being like, oh, here's a super qualified woman who's fucking slaying it on a daily basis. I think she would be great. Whoops. I'm George H.W. Bush. You know, like. (laughs) (laughs) Whoops. (laughs) Whoops. Oh, my God. You know, it doesn't matter. Like, yeah. So let's just sink that in. Also the uh, Southern District, that's super important. it's a big it's appointment. Big. It's big. And in this is we're going to talk about a notable case of her right now. This happened when she was on this court. In 1995, there was a huge, I think the longest major league baseball strike in history. Oh, I remember this. Yeah, and she issued an injunction that ended this eighth month long MLB strike. So she's mm-hmm. like My credited. Is grateful. I know. She's literally credited for ending the longest <laughs> MLB strike in history That's isn't that insane insane this is what I pulled a quote from um our trusted source ESPN.com oh my god and this is what they said about it <laughs> never in my life thought we would quote ESPN look this is great. I will go wherever this we need to go to get the information we need and I absolutely love ESPN shout out to our friends at ESPN we are not sponsored by them but I love sports okay here we go this is what they say So Mayor, an ardent New York New York Yankees fan issued an injunction against baseball team owners in 1995 for alleged violations of the national labor relations act. The owners had sought to end the existing free agency and salary arb- arbitration or Ar- mm. yep. arbitration systems and imposed a lockout against players as negotiations crumbled. The ruling Sotomayor's ruling ended the strike, which had begun on August 12, 1994 and ended up canceling the world series that season. By March 29, 1995, the MLB Players Association voted to return to work if Sotomayor ruled against the owners. She did on March 31st, and the 232-day strike ended two days later. Wow, girl. Yeah. She was like, you want this? You got it. Strike. Strike. Home run. Baseball. So, that's a that's when I was looking up notable cases from her. This is like the only, like one of the biggest things that comes up for her is that she she saved baseball. That's insane. she's credited for saving baseball. Can you believe it? Oh my god. Can you god. believe it? I, Sonia is so badass and is an ardent New York Yankees fan, obviously. She's from the Bronx. Yeah. So that was in 1995, 3 years into her US District Court life. Right. She's like, "Okay, let me save baseball real quick." Oh, all right. <laughs> And then (laughs) (laughs) moving right along, June 25th, 1997, President Bill Clinton nominated Sotomayor to the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Second Circuit. So it's like, obviously, we're moving through. She's doing the traditional. We're going through the courts, up the courts, to the court, you know? Yep. On October 28th, 1998, Sotomayor is confirmed by the Senate after Republican opposition delayed the vote for more than a year. Heard of it? Oh yeah, do you believe? It sounds. It sounds so sound familiar. familiar. I just can't It's really curious because if you remember, a similar thing happened to Elena Kagan, where they refused to oh, yeah. hold a vote for her yep. to get to be on the U.S. Court of Appeals, and John Roberts ended up filling that vacancy. Yes, you did. Yes. It's so interesting. It's so interesting because I'm just like because you. I'm just looking at all of these people, and I'm just like, they're all so qualified to right. be on the court. Stop votes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just let la- it la- 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 happen. I think it's OK. So from 1998, from August, from 1998 to August 2009, she was a judge for the U.S. Court of Appeals for Second Circuit. So that's almost 10 years. That's a long time. That's over 10 years. That is exactly. That's 11 years. That's, 11 years. that's a long time. <laughs> That is a long time. To serve in the
0: court that's like below, like the court Mm -hmm. below the Supreme Court. Mm -hmm. It's a
1: long time. Yeah. And so I'm just like, yes, yes. they still thought she wasn't qualified. Can you believe? Can can you believe? I wonder what it was. I wonder what it was about her. And then, of course, on May 26, 2009, Sotomayor is nominated by President Barack Obama to replace Justice David Souter on the U.S. Supreme Court. He retired. He did not die. Oh, great. I'd just like to note that. Yeah. You know. Just because it's important, it's yeah. Not that like one matters more, but I guess like there's an immediacy if they die. I don't know. Anyways, it doesn't matter.
0: There's also a feeling of like if they die. I feel like there's this sentiment, no matter how stupid it is, that like you want to replace that person on the bench with somebody who's like them. It's so, like when Scalia died, sure. there was this like, we had to, you know, who's going to be Sc- Scalia like and replace the conservative <laughs> on the got Supreme Neil Court, Kourtnich. and it's like. Yeah, who that, is conservative but is like
1: definitely not on the level of Scalia. I mean, I don't even know if there's anybody on the level of Scalia. No, you know, Scalia was a drum symphony. A, yeah, he was the drum symphony on August 6, 2009. Sotomayor is confirmed by the U.S. Senate 68 to 31, and she becomes the first Hispanic Supreme Court justice in American history. Yay, her story, and is also obviously the third woman ever on the, on the Supreme Court. This was in 2009. We got number three. 2009, we started this nation almost 200 years ago. On August 8, 2009, Sotomayor was sworn in as the 111th justice of the Supreme Court by Chief Justice John Roberts. Sandra Day O'Connor, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, Sotomayor. Elena Kagan.
0: Elena Kagan. Those are our four. Mm-hmm.
1: So before we go into notable cases of Sonia Sotomayor, we are going to take a quick break for a word from our sponsors. Hey Arden. Hey, Lizzie. Are you ready to fall back into a healthy routine?
0: I for sure am.
1: I'm so glad to hear it because I want to tell you about Care Of. Care Of is a wellness brand that makes it easy to get the right vitamins, supplements, and protein powders for your specific needs. Can you believe it? I can't believe it. And it's so easy. They have an online quiz that lets you know exactly what you need. It's fun. It's short. It's five minutes. And after you answer all these questions about your diet, lifestyle, and health needs, you will get research-backed recommendations with the vitamin supplements and or protein powders you need based on your completely personalized quiz results. Can you believe? That's insane. And then after you take the quiz and you're like, this is the vitamin supplements, protein powders that I want... It'll get shipped right to your knock-knock-ding-dong door in convenient daily packs, perfect for a busy on-the-go lifestyle, which you know we have. We have. That's us. And if none of that is enough to convince you, they also care about the environment because they have new compostable packs that meet the same quality and safety standards. And they have a ton of info how you can compost them on their website.
0: As somebody who has been skeptical of vitamins and supplements... I was a little nervous to take the care of quiz, I have to admit, but it was so painless. It took five minutes and they asked me really great questions about my daily habits and they were able to recommend really specific supplements to help me personally. And I think if they had had care of back in 17, maybe they wouldn't have had to cut off their limbs because of dysentery.
1: We can only speculate. (laughs) But if you are interested in getting 25% off your first care of order, go to takecareof.com and enter CIVICAL. That's C-I-V-I-C-A-L, CIVICAL. Once again, go to takecareof.com. Dot com and enjoy a healthier you welcome back welcome back hello there's nothing the, oh my god literally <laughs> hello we take a quick break and you completely lose all sense <laughs> get a grip get a grip We are jumping right back in to Sonia Sotomayor, My Love, My Queen, and we're going to talk about her notable cases on the bench. We've obviously already talked about one when she was on the She single-handedly saved baseball. When she single-handedly saved not baseball. We don't even talk about anything else because she saved baseball. But there has been some notable moments. These are some of the same ones that we've talked about in the past with other justices, but we're just going to touch on them. So the first one... The first case she ever heard as a justice was Citizens United versus the Jesus. Federal Election Commission. Imagine just jumping right in. Oh my god. <laughs> just hop it's just like bloop and here we are. <laughs> let's let's deal with if corporations are people, people. <laughs> no, of course I can't are you imagine. And
0: I'm the first at my first days it's like What's
1: my email address? What's my Can Anno. reset my password? Yeah. I've forgotten
0: what I made it already. Yeah, I
1: know. It's like, where's the bathrooms? Right. You know, do I need a code? My badge doesn't work. My How badge doesn't do I- work. Ah. Yeah. And it's just like Citizens United versus the FEC. 2010. So we've talked about this case a ton. We should just deal with this case at some point. Yeah. But this was the case where the Supreme Court ruled that... Corporations are people. It was all about elections and campaign finance. And you guessed it. Sonia dissented. (laughs) Shock. She dissented so hard. So hard. But this, this was an opinion that ruled in favor of corporations. So that was her first case. The next case we're going to talk about is Burgess v. Thompson, which was also in 2010. The reason why we're talking about this is this is the first dissent that Sotomayor wrote on the Supreme Court. I know. It looks like really shimmying right in. This case involved, this was a criminal rights case, where a gentleman had alleged that he invoked his Miranda rights of the right to remain silent during his interrogation. But because he, like, because he remained silent throughout his whole thing, but he never actually said, I invoke my Miranda rights. He just didn't speak except for one quick, like, yes at the end. And the question was, do you think, like, do you hope that God will forgive you for this? It was a murder case. I don't know why that question was asked, but it was something along those lines. And he said yes, and so that was used against him
0: as like a confession. As a confession in right. court.
1: And so his whole thing was trying to be like, I didn't speak. I invoked my Miranda rights. The court ruled in favor of that. Like he he re- revoked his rights when he answered. So like you know that was allowed to be used in court. Ah. Mm-hmm. And so my arm was like, what? <laughs> He stayed silent. One yes. One yes and that means it. Anyways, that's not how she said it. It was actually very elegant how she said it. Um, I'm going to stop. Because
0: you have the right to remain silent.
1: Mm -hmm. Like you you, you have to say, I want to invoke my privilege to remain silent. And therefore nothing that they can say. Right. Like, yeah. I guess I didn't realize you had to claim it. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Fifth Amendment,
0: yeah. I didn't realize you had to claim it. I thought you just... Because you have the right to remain silent. Anything you say can and will be used. Like, if you're hearing the first part, in theory, you're also hearing the second part, which is that they can use anything you say in the court of law. Yeah.
1: That's so weird. I know. It was a it was a murky case, I would say. But yeah. Son- Sotomayor ruled in favor of the that's defendant. Such an, that's such and an interesting one to take up. Well, I mean, I think it's about, like, when and if you can you know like the the notion of invoking miranda rights i right. understand them wanting to be clear about that for the sure supreme court wanting to be like okay let's have a moment of clarity so they ruled that
0: you you can't just stay silent staying silent doesn't invoke your rights mm-hmm. you have to verbally invoke your rights mm-hmm. and she dissented against that mm-hmm. okay yep
1: crazy hot up great so that was that was her first dissent and then another big one is obviously one we talk about all the time she, uh, Obergefell versus Hodges. That was the case that legalized same sex marriage. She obviously was ruling in the majority, which made it legal. Shocker! Thank you, <laughs> thank you, Sonia. Yeah, not a surprise. She's very not surprising. Yeah, in how she rules, which is great. Another one that uh, that I wanted to bring up was I'm just really interested in this case. It was Herrera v. Wyoming. And this was in 2018. And Sotomayor was in the majority and wrote the opinion of this case. And this was a case that's surrounding um, a tribe, the Crow tribe, about their hunting rights that were established in Wyoming in 1868 in a treaty. It was So they established rights in a treaty with Wyoming before it was a state in 1868. And Wyoming was trying to say that that treaty became invalid when Wyoming became a state.
0: Wyoming, that's shady shit. And literally,
1: they ruled in favor of the tribe. It was like, this treaty does not expire because Wyoming became a state. But guess who joins the majority in this case? Neil Gorsuch. Oh, my God. What is Neil doing? (laughs) That's so crazy. I just saw this and I was like, Neil, acting up, acting up and lashing out. I mean, thank, I, I agree, but I'm just like, right. what are you doing over here? That's so funny. You
0: silly wheelie. What a case. I it's wonder- such a bewildering case. Why? why my first question mm. is why would Wyoming even want to take this treaty away? Like, what...
1: Sure. some It's probably a land rights issue of, like... There's got to yeah, be
0: oil under there. There's
1: probably oil and also the whole thing... I mean, the, the assault on Native American tribes and their lands, like, still continues to this day. Yes. And fracking and trying to just, like, basically take away this land that that has been belonged to them longer right. than we've been a country. And it was probably Wyoming wanted something to do with their land and... Part of them having their land is like, we have hunting rights through this treaty. So this land is our land. And they're right. like, actually, we're a state now. 2018, 200 years later, or less than years later. Yeah. Because the treaty
0: was probably between then the Native American tribe and the, the territory. The territory,
1: probably. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't look too far into the treaty, but it was, yeah, probably established by that. And then when. Yeah, when they became to claim, a state, they are mm-hmm. like... It's invalid. that nobody thought to bring it up
0: for, like, what?
1: Because, because now it's, it's probably, you're right, it probably has something to do with oil or it's something that's now relevant. And they're like, okay, what's a loophole of how to get us out of this treaty?
0: Because, you know, like, if they had ruled the other way on this, remember when we did the episode where we talked about how Ohio wasn't a state... Oh, they didn't f- like really finish properly yeah, yeah, yeah. doing Ohio's statehood process yeah. until later, and then yeah. they had to retroactively make it so. Yeah, like, could you imagine if they had if this ruling had gone the other way? Mm-hmm. The things that would have been open, like the, Opens flood up the floodgates you could yeah. open. Yeah, and ruling the other way on this. Yep, is
1: astonishing. Yeah, I simply agree with this decision one hundred and thirty percent. Um, and Sonia wrote the opinion on this and Neil Gorsuch swung around over just swung on by to be like actually yes Crow that. Tribe yes Crow Tribe I love that shout but out for... to the Crow Tribe and their hunting rights so those are some those are some notable cases that she's done I highly recommend everybody read a dissent of hers any dissent mm-hmm. she's a great writer she's a great writer i want to close out on some fun facts fun facts fun facts fun facts fun facts uh-huh working on it first fun fact I'm gonna say it loud and proud and once again she is the first Latina woman ever to serve on the Supreme Court I mean she's the first Hispanic person ever to serve in the Supreme Court but once again we have to say it it's it was in 2009 we've been around for how many shy years and that was the first time a Hispanic person had ever been on the Supreme Court you guys let's reckon with our history okay <laughs> Next fun fact, according to the Martin Quinn score, which is a score we talked about, I forget if it was Gorsuch or Kagan, but it's the score that determines how liberal or conservative a justice is based on their rulings or cases or opinions and dissents. Yep. She is considered the most liberal judge on the bench. Really? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She beats out Ginsburg by just a hair. Interesting. And there was another, there was like a percentage of... This was in, in 2017, she agreed most with Ginsburg and the least with Alito. And then in 2018, she agreed the most with Ginsburg and the least with Clarence Thomas. Wow. I know. And I'm like, none of that surprises me. No. Yeah. No. I forget how conservative Alito is. I mostly also forget about Alito, but I forget how conservative he is. Right. Well, he doesn't seem to talk a lot. I mean, not no. as, he talks more than Clarence Thomas, but
0: he doesn't seem, he's not like a like there are certain of them that are kind of more public figures and he's yeah
1: talking. yeah yeah I feel like the non-public figures are Gorsuch Alito mm, yeah yeah I mean I guess honestly I could argue that Kagan is the least
0: yeah public figure I think people have, I think yeah. we're
1: just personally big fans of hers uh, yes but agreed. like most
0: I think I think Let's acknowledge our biases were biases for exist. sure we are yeah having a, a love really I Kagan. think the
1: people whose names people are most likely not to name when they're listing off the Supreme yes. Court justices are Gorsuch yep kagan yep. and alito yeah because you can do thomas you can do i mean even roberts like if you like if you haven't looked up because there's nothing controversial like he's not in your everyday no. mainstream no so the only way you would know him is if you've researched who's on the supreme court so i'd say even people would not really know about roberts is my argument that's fair that's fair thank you yeah so to you should know you should ginsburg know. you definitely know she's got t-shirts yeah Navinot, obviously people know you yep. know clarence thomas people know yep yeah. Briar. People forget Briar. Shit. I forgot Briar. <laughs> oh god. Poor Briar. Poor Briar. Honey, Steven. Oh, Steven. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. You we gorged you. I'm so we sorry. We didn't mean to. I'm sorry, honey. Hey.
0: Hey, come here. we, we really come have here. to do some of them justice. We do them cuz we go so apeshit for the ones that we love. I know.
1: They're all I they're all qualified. I'm the fan. Um, Steven. Hey. You deserve this. <laughs> okay
0: <laughs> we have to cheer extra hard for Stephen Breyer when he walks out into the Supreme Court wow! and,
1: Stephen! yes I love you Stephen hey what would he do I don't know he would be like he oh would my God. immediately turn red yeah he'd be like stop <laughs> this lizard, you're, you're thinking of Sonia <laughs> oh gosh okay back to fun facts about Sonia Sotomayor this I find very interesting, and I, I hesitate to say these facts because I don't want to just bring this up because she's a female justice on the Supreme Court, but I do think it's interesting to note that she was married briefly from 1976 to 1983, and then she never remarried and has no children, interesting. which doesn't make her anything or anything, you know, it's just interesting to note both her and Elena are unmarried, Ginsburg obviously widowed and the people the rest of the the, the two the two men that we've covered so far are married are married yeah sure back to sonia not only was she the first hispanic person nominated and on the supreme court she was also the first hispanic person to be appointed to the federal bench in new york wow so it's like guys let's be better nominate people of color nominate women let's elevate people who don't necessarily look like you look because they are so qualified okay Another fun fact, she was diagnosed with type 1 diabetes at the age of 8. So fun. So fun. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. Type That'd 1. That's so hard. Is that the, that must be the, like the. Um, That's like the, the genetic The one. genetic yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To, yeah type yeah. 2 is the one where you develop later in your life yeah. from eating habits and that sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Age of 8, man. That's wow. really tough. That is hard. She attributes the TV show Perry Mason as the reason she wanted to go into law. I get it. I get it. I've never seen Perry Mason, but I honestly, everybody watched Legally Blonde and was like, I'm going to Harvard. Like, right. we get it. I
0: Listen, I watched Matlock. Yeah. And that was hugely influential. Yeah. And then when I got a little bit older, my mom and I would watch Profiler. Sure. And then I really wanted to be... I really wanted to be an FBI profiler.
1: Totally understand. For I a mean, long time. It
0: was like that or be an actor. Right. And really, I just wanted to be an actor because it was, would have been an but, easier route right, to right. being an FBI profiler.
1: Right. I watched Grey's Anatomy and wanted to be a doctor. <laughs> really wanted to be really a doctor. Really just for the elevator sex. Just for the sex. Yeah. I wanted to be a doctor for the sex. Yeah. And I'm so glad that that dream died. I'm not good with blood <laughs> or <laughs> knives <laughs> or science. Okay. <laughs> Fun fact, she wrote a memoir about her road to SCOTUS titled My Beloved World, and I simply must have a copy. Oh my god. It's out. It's out. We're gonna read it. I'm gonna read it and I will report back. Let's read a it book on report. Our mega bus. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna do a book report on my beloved world. Soto Sodomayor's memoir. Oh my god. I would love to read it. And then I'm gonna close this episode out on not a Sonia Sotomayor fun fact, but a fun, fun, fun fact about the Supreme Court which is on October 7th, 1935. So October 7th, which will be two days after this airs, but tomorrow for us when we're recording this. Right. But this will be two days after this airs, October 7th, 1935. The first Supreme Court of the United States building opened up for its first day. There was no ceremony. Everybody just arrived to work and they just like basically started working that's insane that's insane the building yeah because remember they finally were like okay there's not enough space in the Capitol for all the things let's move scotus out of here give it its own building and so on october 7th first day of work for scotus building that's so sad that's so anticlimactic i mean i I know but it's so scotus to be like well we're gonna have a ceremony no get the robes let's go we gotta hear cases people Cases, cases bring us cases it's 1935 we're in the middle of a depression we gotta get to work yeah you know and that that. is sonia sotomayor bless her heart bless her heart honestly she's doing the work she's she's doing the grind she's so smart another thing that i i read about her is she's like of the justices who do like appearances or lectures or whatever she does the least amount of like like law specific lectures or like um what is it called like She's always with the children. She's always, she's, she's, she's the one doing like the trendy lectures. Like yeah. she's the one who, she is the most likely to come on a podcast. Listen, challenge accepted. Sonia. <laughs> Sonia. Hey, be a dear. Be a darling. Come on down. No, no. We'll come to you. We'll come to you. Uh, but yeah, but she, we'll bring you cupcakes. We will. Oh my God. I'll bring her Which a cupcake. your Favorite place. We have, have to buy. I, we can't make, we can't make for her.
0: No, 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 no. no.
1: Call, no. call someone, call anybody. We have to get her the best. Yeah. But she does like the least sort of like intellectual community lectures. Intellectual community. She's the one. Lectures. Yeah. She'll show up to do whatever. She's just down to talk. Yeah. And I love her for that. I love her so much. Let's do our quick check in of would she, is she a justice that would smoke weed? Yes. Yes. 100%. 130%. She definitely has a pen putting 30 bucks on it. A weed pen. Oh, yeah. For sure. Just trendy, like, bring me the case. (laughs) All right, let's reference. Give me a book. (laughs) Just, like, waving over clicks. Give me a book. Whiskey, whiskey. Because she's just like, I just want to be relaxed, but also I want to do a great fucking job. Right. Because I'm so fucking smart. I don't need to
0: worry. And I feel like her her attitude, or the way, like, you're playing her attitude is, like, (laughs) This is super simple. Yeah. We're wasting so much We're time. Wasting and if time. you're going to make me waste mm-hmm. my time proving mm-hmm. how smart I am, mm-hmm. we don't I'm going to do it
1: with my weed pen and my cupcake and yeah. my whiskey. Yeah. 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 You want to you wanna cross-reference it? Okay. Okay. Get the book. Get the book. Page 234. Halfway down. There it is. Photographic memory. What do you want from me? Sip. <laughs> Oh my love God. her, love her. Sonia Sotomayor, we love you so much. And listeners, we also, we love you as much as we love Sonia Sotomayor, which is an um, enormous amount. And if you like what you heard today, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Let's Get Civical. You can also rate us. You can review us. You can hashtag subscribe to us. We love you so, so much. And we will see you next Wednesday. See you next
0: Wednesday. Vineyard Theater presents This Is a Room, the thrilling true story of reality winner, Russia hacking the U.S. elections, and the FBI interrogation that took place on June 3rd, 2017. Conceived and directed by Tina Satter, running October 3rd through November 10th, tickets start at $35. Visit vineyardtheater.org to book your seats today.